Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Dorna Moini, the co-founder and CEO of Documate, a no-code platform for building document automation and client-facing web applications for legal professionals. Hi, Dorna. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me, Ari. I'm so looking forward to this conversation. Tell us about your background and the genesis of Documate. I am a former litigator. I used to practice. I practiced for almost a decade, uh, last at Sidley Austin. And while I was at, at the firm, I was doing a lot of pro bono work. And it was some of my pro bono work that actually led me into building Documate. What I did is I wanted to build an application, like a legal application, similar to TurboTax, but not for tax, for some of the pro bono work that I did in domestic violence. So at the time I lived in San Francisco and I knew a lot of engineers. So I grabbed one of my friends who was an engineer and I said, hey, do you want to help me build an automated platform for domestic violence survivors to come onto the platform, answer a series of questions, be routed down different pathways, and then at the end of that process, get the documents that they needed for their case. And the reason I wanted to build that was because us within the firm, we wanted to spend our time on the things that you really could not use technology to assist some of these pro bono clients on. For example, going to court for their hearing, doing like really fact-intensive, legal-intensive appeals. So we wanted to build this platform to help us get to spend more of our time on the super, super critical pieces of the case. So we built that tool, we launched it, and what happened was we got a lot of traction with that consumer-facing tool. We started getting a lot of inbound interest, and other lawyers started reaching out to us and asking us about how they could build similar tools to what we had built for domestic violence, but for other areas of law and other jurisdictions. So that's exactly what Document is now. We are a no-code platform for building everything from simple automation to really robust client-facing legal products that help you compete with the likes of LegalZoom and Rocket Lawyer and the TurboTaxes of the world. How are you seeing legal professionals implement document automation? There are mainly three ways that legal professionals are implementing document automation. And I would say they like a slippery slope from one to three, where we see the people on the document platform start with version one and then go over to version three over time. So one would be simple automation and it could be robust automation, but internal document automation. So this is the type of document automation that we've been seeing for many, many years. There are lots of incumbent players in the market who, who serve this need. It's taking your very complex documents and allowing you to input data that generates those more rapidly in-house. So that's V1. Step two, we, we're always sort of trying to move people along this continuum because we think step three is, is the future. So step two is involving the client in part of that process. So in many areas of law, we have things that we need information from the client for, and they can answer these questions for us very easily. Some more extensively, you know, if you look at something like divorce or estate planning, you can probably ask for almost all of the information from the client, whereas some areas like tax or transfer pricing, you as the lawyer might need to make some of the decisions based on some limit, more limited facts that the client has given you. So 
wherever you can, implementing in the, the client in that data gathering process and helping streamline their workflow through the use of technology is super valuable. Then V3 is what we call full productization. So it's taking this automated platform that you have and putting it fully in front of the client, white labeling it, doing your own styling, making it feel like a software developer built it for you. But really all you had to do was use Document to get up and running on this full-fledged legal tech product. Despite its ease of use, what are the challenges associated with using no-code technology and how do lawyers in particular overcome them? The main challenge is the planning and implementation process, no matter how easy the tech is to use. So for example, what we've seen is lots of people have a big intent. They really want to build this incredible product and a ton of automation within their firm. But most lawyers, as we know, are working 100-hour weeks sometimes. So the time to actually implement it is limited. So what I often tell people is to start small, think big, and iterate rapidly, because that will help them get something up and running that they can move towards the finish line with. So the planning process there is really important, making sure that your scope, your jurisdiction, your audience is really fine-tuned and limited to start with so that you can build out on, on that process. And then something that we see a lot is some of these folks hiring someone to actually help them with the automation process. So we try to make the software as easy as possible to use. And you know, we've had attorneys who have been practicing for 50 years who have less technical skill who have told us it's very, very easy to use. But it still does take time because you need to take all that expertise that exists in your brain and put it into the computer, essentially. I recommend that if you can get the basic plan of what you want to build written down on paper, you can usually hire someone for a pretty affordable rate to implement that process for you. So that's the biggest challenge and hopefully the solution to that challenge. How does Document impact the access to justice gap? Our origins are, as I kind of mentioned a little bit earlier, our origins are in legal aid. And we initially were building tools for legal aid organizations to scale their impact so that they could serve many more people with the same amount of time. And some, a lot of those tools that we, that we have legal aid organizations and courts and government organizations using are scaled to the public for free. However, the access to justice impact applies just as equally within midsize and larger firms, because what this allows those midsize and larger firms and, you know, the for-profit firms and small midsize and large firms to do is they can take something that used to take them much longer, and they can cut down on some of the routine parts of the work that maybe they didn't want to do in the first place. And that allows them to price their services differently. And a lot of times people say, well, why would lawyers want to automate their work? They're working on the billable hour. They want to maximize billable hours. And my response to that is that at least the lawyers that we see on the document platform are realizing that there's actually a ton of revenue opportunity out there for the scaled legal tech product. So if you can build a tool, Bill Blower is never going to go away. That's always going to be part of your work. But if you can build tools that scale some of your services into legal tech product, you can package those up, spend much less time interacting with the client and sell those on, at a scalable rate. And that is what takes you from being a professional services model to becoming a tech company with a recurring revenue model that really can impact your bottom line significantly. How did you make the transition from a litigator at Sidley to a legal tech founder? This is never something that I thought that I was going to do. I think a lot of times people 
want to be entrepreneurs or they want to go go build tech companies. But that this isn't, I always sort of thought that I would stay and become a partner and go all the way through that route. But I really felt compelled by the response that we got when we launched that domestic violence product. And I felt like if I didn't leave my law firm to go start this tool and build this system, you know, document is essentially an expert system that, that helps you build legal products. I would regret it because, and I, and I felt like someone else was going to do it. So I figured if I left, tried this out, built this company and it works out, it works out. And obviously I'm very glad that it has worked out, but if it didn't work out, I always felt like I could go back to my firm, knock on their door and beg, beg for them to take me back. So it's been definitely a big learning curve, learned a lot over the years. And now we're at the stage of our company where we're really bringing in people at the executive level on a lot of the different function, functional leadership. So marketing, sales, content, customer success, who, can, who are really starting to teach me some of the things that I originally was learning on the spot. So it's been a great transition. Where do you see document automation headed? In the next 10 years, it's been estimated that about 90% of legal services will be delivered online. And that's not just the legal services that exist today, but that's because of the expansion of legal services that are going to be provided in the future through the use of technology, you know, serving the middle class with products that currently they don't have access to the legal services for. So we really see the future of legal services going and the future of document automation headed into is the productization that we've been talking about. Document automation, I often call it the gateway drug to legal products because you come in, you want to automate and build efficiency within your practice. You want to generate documents at a much quicker pace. We see about people reducing their drafting time by about 90% by implementing document automation. But you also want to you realize that there's a bigger opportunity out there than just the time savings, the error proofing, and the quality of life that you're building for your practice. But there's really more of an opportunity to, to scale and build new, a revenue generating tech business. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Dorna Moini, the co-founder and CEO of Documate, a no-code platform for building document automation and client-facing web applications for legal professionals. Dorna, thanks so much. Thank you so much for having me, Ari. Great to be here. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.